bring up to speed? We've come to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake. What we've got here is failure to communicate. for breakfast right now I'm very hungry hey Ma the meatloaf we want it now the meatloaf this is Sparta we're not worthy we're not worthy you're worthy you're worthy get up you want answers I want the truth you can't handle the truth the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist You're tiny Jesus. Golden fleece diapers with your tiny little fat balled up fist pawn. He was a man. He had a beard. Friends! Rodents! Quadrupeds! Lend me your ears! Oh! Alright, welcome to the Varsity Radio Show, 885JFM, and I can't tell you how excited I am to have back the legendary social media guy and my co-host today, <laughs> one of the funniest guys I've ever met in my life. My good friend, also known by the rest of the people in this room as Pee Wee Herman, my good friend, <laughs> Derek Martin. <clears throat> so we waited approximately 2.3 I seconds. I know, I was trying. So I was good. trying to hold out because I like you so much. A lot and of I don't, patience I don't, there. I don't ever want to like hurt your feelings, but no, let's just say I, no. I found you a really good Zoom background, you know. That oh, you did. To- totally appropriate. You did. So, yeah, so <laughs> I hope you used well, hey, that. it's been... A long a time. A long time. A long time. And it's good to be back. Yeah. With people, seeing people in rooms. It's with glorious. people. It's fantastic. Yeah. Derek, he's seriously, he's one of my favorite people. And so. Stop it. He makes Just me. Stop he it. makes me laugh. Stop hey, it. also in the studio, none of this could happen without this guy. Nope. And there's, <clears throat> in, in my opinion, in my. Honest opinion, I think everybody should join it. The greatest radio producer of all time. Uh, ever. The GOAT. He is the GOAT. The GOAT. My good friend, the Willy Wonka of radio, Steven Spiegel. Hey, everybody. How y'all doing today? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I'm excited to have you, Steven. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad we're not pushing those buttons. I know. <laughs> it would get crazy. It would look like Wait, Pee-wee's Playhouse. Where, 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 <laughs> where did we go? What did we hit? What did we do wrong? Oh, no. Hey, we're so excited, and we have, I mean, this is a big interview today. We're so excited yeah. to have the head football coach of at the Asbury Rams, my good friend, no, well, I don't know him, but my, <laughs> Chris Williams. We'll be best friends after the interview. After this. Yeah. We're so excited to yeah. have him on the show. It's going to be a good one. Yeah. And so... Anyway, that's coming up, and you know, the best way to start the show every week. The best way. It's what we do all the time. Uh, and you know, this one hurts me 
but it's brutally honest. It, it hurts me because it's so true. It's so true. And so we're going to go through our meme of the week. And, you know, I didn't want to admit this. Honestly, Derek, I got this from one of my North Carolina friends. They posted this. They all know. They know it's they know. rough on us. They know. And Every, there's a, everybody knows. I know. There's a tunnel that goes down the center of a mountain, and to the right of it is a truck that completely missed it. Oh, he missed it. And it says Alabama kicker <laughs> takes job as delivery truck driver during the shutdown. And I want to argue with this. I want I want to say that they're wrong, but I just can't. Look. <laughs> not that I've coached what at an extremely high level. Yeah. Kickers do one thing. Right. You have one job. I know it's a lot of pressure. you do that job every... It's all you do. You kick a football at practice. That's what you do. Just do it in the game. And honestly, you rarely um, get tackled, right? Yeah, you're not even right? getting... T- oh, a kicker just called in. We're in trouble. <laughs> no, I uh, bet that's our probably. boy Connor. <laughs> or not. Okay. <laughs> well, appreciate yeah. you calling hey, in. Hey, thank you for that call. Hey, we appreciate anyway. it. Leave us a message But don't you agree? Beat. Like, it's... I get that there's pressure... But you have a job to do. Just do your job. I know. Just, you know. You know, I don't believe in curses and stuff, but if I did, I'd believe in this one. <laughs> I believe in this. Well, it's like Saban might be the greatest coach of all time. Yeah. But he might be the worst pick of kicker talented Which he hasn't history. needed it. You know, may, yeah, there's a lot of times where it would have saved us. But <laughs> I was about to say, we haven't needed it until yeah. we do. Right. You know, like, right. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, it's so sad because you're sitting there and you're like, He's going to miss it. And, like, we need to win the game here, but he's going to miss he's it. Gonna you miss know? It. Like, the kicker walks out, and I'm like, there's no, there's no chance he makes no. it. Derek gets an extra point. Yeah, there's no chance he makes it. Right, right, right. There's no right, way. Right, right. Sorry. So, so it the, helps us prepare ourselves for oh, that rare loss that we get at Alabama. Go ahead with this. All thing. right, so the next meme is hilarious because during this whole thing, we've started to rethink every social construct we've Everything. ever known. Pretty wild how we used to eat cake after someone had blown on it. I know, right? Good times. <laughs> wow. Wow. I just, I don't know. Hey, you I want a know. piece of cake? I know. No, no, I'm good. No, I'm, I'm good. I'm done now. Good. Next one. I will never forget the look on the cashier's <laughs> face when she scanned the packet of bird seed and I asked her, how long does it take for the birds to grow once I plant them? You know that's probably an actual quote, but you know somebody that somebody, did somebody that. actually somebody did that. Somebody did that. Steven? Was it you? It was <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hostess says. This one cracks me up. <laughs> Hostess says. Welcome to Olive Garden. This is so funny. Jesus replies, Ha, are your breadsticks truly unlimited? Look at this. Hostess, <laughs> of course. Jesus, great. Hostess, how many in your party? Jesus, five. What's that say? Under his breath. Under his breath. Under. Thousand. <laughs> five thousand. Oh, I see what he did there. Wow. He took me a minute. Isn't that great? Oh, that's, that's good. Fantastic. You know that was good. That's so good. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Uh, also, and, and you know, do you have a cat? No. Do you, Steven? Uh, no. Okay, me neither. <laughs> Not a cat person. Because none of us are. Okay, so anyway, it says cats. It's got cats looking through microscopes. Cats trying to find a cure so humans will go back to work. Yeah, because cats... <laughs> All right, here's the deal. Let's answer this question right now. Because kids want to know, is my pet going to go to heaven? And here's the answer. <laughs> Dogs, yes. Cats, no. <laughs> 
Oh, for all you there kids were movies. There was a clear movie. For one was the- called Pet Cemetery. The other one was called <laughs> All, all Dogs, Dogs Go, Go to Heaven. Heaven. Oh, yeah. yeah. And if your kid's in the car right now crying, sorry. We're apologizing. We're, we're, sorry. we're so sorry. We're back together and things. It's just crazy. Crazy. Right now. Hey, all you right. know who's not crazy? And that's Charburger. Oh, and they, they're faithful. They're true. <sighs> what I would They bring their game for some grilled nuggets, grilled fingers. And some onion rings, rings I know, right now. I know. I think me and Derek, that's uh, our favorite thing. Hey, Charburger, next week we're going to see you. Just go ahead and put it down. We need a hug. We're going to come yeah. see you. We're going to come see it's you. It's not accepted, but air hug. Air <laughs> hug. Yeah. Hey, they're open Monday through Saturday, 530 to 7. Man, I saw a nice little crowd around there yesterday afternoon. Hey, things are getting... I'm sure their dining room... I haven't checked. Yeah. Is their dining room open? Is it open, lot, Steve? A lot of places are opening back up. I man. haven't noticed yet. I haven't stopped by. So, famous Chargrill Wildcat Burger Chicken Fingers grilled or fried are unbelievable. Yeah, Philly cheesesteaks. Oh, so good. And and honestly, this is my favorite thing they make. They're jumbo crispy onion rings. Those yep. are those I'm, are for real the legit yeah, deal. I may or may not sometimes <laughs> just want to go and get an order of onion, onion rings oh. with a side of onion rings. They're so good. Yeah. They're so good. As you would say, they're life-changing. They are. They really are. And and then I actually got to visit this place actually for the second time. Uh, But B&B video games. I actually took a picture, Steven, so I could prove that I'd actually been there. Yeah. Uh, But I love this place. The guy... Didn't you say his name's Derek? No, Rick. Rick. Mm -hmm. Rick. Rick. Rick was amazing. He was amazing. Super nice guy. Video games. I was buying a Wii Sports for my son because my 10-year-old version is is no good anymore. And he was amazing. He was amazing. So the retail side is open. The arcade is not. But when the arcade is open, he told me, Stephen, three games from Stranger Things. Ooh. Three games. Ooh. And he has 40 arcade games. And that's $5 an hour or $10 for the whole day. That is a great idea of a way to spend your time. That's B&B Video Games. Steven, some Got music? some music for you. Hillsong, Young and Free with <laughs> Best Friends. It's the number one song in the nation right here on the Varsity Radio Show. Did you say best friends? Best friends. Best friends. Mm-hmm. Daniel Doty's response. <laughs> Shout out to Daniel. Daniel, we love you so much. And he says, ha ha, I should have. I had my boots on, but no cowboy hat. We got to tell the backstory on this one. All right, so so our friend Daniel is... Not here today. He's singing at... What's up, Greg and Sean and Justin? A thrift store. Daniel. Grand opening. And if you know Daniel, he looks like a Pixar Disney character. Wait, Sean Eason. You got a friend? Sean Eason. Alabama, where five-star kickers come to learn to miss. Yep. <laughs> it's the That's new true. FSU of so the 2000s. True. TJ Henderson, have we given that man a special badge yet? He deserves it. He's <laughs> he's fantastic. And I really enjoy Greg Knowles. Uh, <laughs> Greg, what it, are you doing? No. What are you doing? <laughs> Cheering for Florida State. Yeah, uh, Greg already said it's already off the rails. That's true. Because that's how we roll. Greg, you're fantastic. We, we're never on the rails, and no. that's what makes this so, show. So anyway, what were we talking about? <laughs> so Daniel Doty. Daniel Doty. He looks like... Woody. Woody. Self-proclaimed. From, yeah. That, that he told Connor us that. says he's on there. <clears throat> hey, Connor's actually on the bro, phone line. On. Hey, bro. 
Connor. Can y'all hear me? I love you, man. I had no idea you were here the whole time. Oh, he's hanging out. <laughs> Shh, he's here. I kind of figured Shh. when y'all just kept talking, I, I was like, he's here. Uh, all right, I'll wait. <laughs> I'm here, though, man. Derek, have you ever met Connor Reese? Not in person, but Connor. on the radio. I've met him on the radio. That's Quentin's brother, right? He should be That's Quentin's brother. brother. Yeah. He should be. Well, I apologize for I that. I wish Connor was my brother. I like him that much. Oh, we all, we're brothers with different mothers, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Connor is... He is <laughs> I've never seriously, heard it quite put like that. Seriously. Yeah, Connor is like fantastic. I'm from A-Rap. We're from the same city, from Connor. The same, did y'all go to school together? No. I'm no. Old, I'm way older than Connor. But you don't look like it, Seth. Thank you. you. Look, That's very kind of you. You look... Okay. <laughs> so young. So young. Your hair's getting long. If I shaved my beard, I would look so young. Don't you shave it. <laughs> Don't. My wife actually likes it. I'm about so. to see how long my hair can go. Connor! I'm actually getting a haircut tomorrow. I know y'all were worried. In memory of COVID, I'm going <laughs> to see how long my hair will go. Derek's going to have, like, hippie Connor. hair. <laughs> All right, Connor. Yes, sir. Have you ate inside of a restaurant yet? It just uh, opened yesterday. 20 seconds. Not in Alabama, but I did in Tennessee. Well, how'd that go? It was it was interesting. <laughs> everybody, everybody just staring at you. <laughs> Ten seconds, guys. Six feet apart. Swap us over. Have a table between you, and it's time for the FCA moment of the week. And my friend, my good friend, I told him on Facebook Live, I wish he was my brother, Connor Reed. How is everybody? Everybody good? Oh, we're great. How you doing? You know, you called, and we've had a good day already. Oh, it's fantastic. But, but hey, before we get to the FCA stuff, I know we don't have a ton of time, but what is the restaurant you're looking forward to to going inside the most and eating? Uh, definitely Los Arcos and A-Rap. Hey. Uh, get that Mexican food. Los Arcos food. and a sure. I can't, yeah. Mexican food all the way. Yep. I agree. So what y'all got going on at FCA? Well, we uh, we're finishing up. We uh, have been doing the past three weeks. We've been doing a virtual internship where we have about, I believe, around thirty to thirty-five interns, um, and we've been training them up and just getting ready for, you know, just in case we are to do something this summer. Uh, as of right now, we don't have anything planned, of course, due to this virus and things but uh friday will be the last day of the of the internship and so we're excited about that we uh have been training them up and they've been going through bible classes and communication classes and so uh, friday they will uh, present like a five minute talk their testimony um those that have been in it for a couple of years they'll do a 10 minute talk and so it's just been good but that's really what we've been focused on the past few weeks and then also we've been doing a lot of stuff on uh, instagram and facebook and stuff like that and so uh but it's been really good so when it's over connor do you like cry every time like the internship yeah i miss you guys oh, oh absolutely absolutely yeah and of course like uh, will you send us video God. of that this year please uh well no <laughs> <laughs> again a man my size crying <laughs> Thing. You know, so, uh, we don't we don't need that video out on. I, I do. I cry too, Connor. It's it's okay. I never you know. I never cry. That's Derek, a lie. That's, that's a lie. Derek's heartless. No, Derek's heartless. I'm a big cry baby. <laughs> cry all the time. That's what, when you when you're a man my size, you just have to be careful because that's how rumors get started and you know memes take place. 
so you just have to be careful. <laughs> when you cry, the memes <laughs> take place? Yeah. I mean, these interns, are they're rough. They're rough? Are they mean to you, Connor? I mean, they... they <laughs> Let's talk about how you feel. Let's talk about how you they feel. Out, I will give them to them. They come out with some good memes, and sadly, it, it seems like I'm always the best meme of the year. You know, the I thing about that is, Connor, is you're just the most liked person, so they make a meme of you. Yeah. That's what... I, I'm hoping that's what it is because it makes me nervous a little bit. Not gonna lie, <laughs> it makes me a little bit nervous. But uh, yeah. there's some good meetings, so yeah. It makes you but, nervous. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely sad at the end of it. Yeah. But, yeah, I can under I can understand that. Well, what else do you have going on? Um, right now, just again, I think you know possibly we'll be coming back together as a staff in person next week. Um, and we're gonna try to be we're gonna try to do some stuff with leadership teams and um, and stuff like that. We don't again we don't really know for sure what it's gonna look like, but uh, if you know if football teams and you know, any other sports teams are doing stuff during the summer like practicing and stuff like that, what we might try to do is we'll probably try to do some popsicle blast. Um, and what that is is we'll bring popsicles to the team and we'll give them like a little five minute character talk and and so that's some things that we have planned to do as long as you know of course these teams are meeting and wow. so uh, but that's kind of what we have planned for right now but of course it's basically just feels like we're going day by day so. yep yeah but well connor i am always glad when we get to talk to you because you definitely make the show better it's cool to hang out if nothing else you make my life better and so I'm just thank you for that i'm just trying to be like each and every single one of them. right Right, well, so. you know that's hard to do. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so if, you'll, if you'll please pray for me, for, we'll put you on the list. <laughs> I know, you, I know you have that prayer list in your back pocket. Back it's pocket. there, back pocket. It's there. It's in the back pocket. Yeah, I know. But Connor, I don't think I can pray for you to be any cooler than you already are. Yeah, that's though. right. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I mean, listen, if I was any cooler, I'd be something in Antarctica. <laughs> If I was any better, I'd be twins. <laughs> oh, I've heard that before. I don't even know what it's great. Oh, Connor, thanks for calling, man. We love you. Love y'all. Y'all have a good one. See you, Connor. <laughs> Bye. Steven? All right. Wow. DJ Steven. I'm, I'm a beat on that one. I'm remembering how bad I missed you there because we're having a great time oh, all right so look it's been laughs all right, the way. right now we're on facebook so look facebook, at me laughing right there look. facebook like we got 10 so there's three in here so there's probably seven so seven of y'all we need you to share six share oh we just lost one i share, called come on share share the share the page hey, TJ, share the video the and then right there we just put a comment what's the number one place that you just can't wait to go inside oh that's eight? good like, you just can't wait. It's good. Well, right, you so. know, okay, <clears throat> these guys have talked about this the last few weeks. Uh, Quentin and Steven, I've never had the money to go there. But in I, my mind, I'm imagining that I'd like to go to Texas Day, Brazil one day. Yeah, I've never been there One either. day. Can't hide money. <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm just kidding. I can't. Like, so, so <clears throat> homie called me out last week for not being able to bail hay, but Look, he's been to Texas dude, Day, time Brazil. Out. Time out. <laughs> I just want to say... Uh-huh. I don't know if Quentin's watching this. I mean, you, so, you said he lived on a ranch. Yeah, that was great. something about like my wife has a birthday like 
I mean, I mean, we're just talking about two thirty, four thirty. Come on now. Happy birthday, um, Quentin's wife. So Audrey, what? To you. How did Quentin <laughs> grow up? Like, I feel like was he on the little house on the prairie? Like, what are we talking about? Like. I don't know, but Allison Lindsay says she wants to go to Hobby Lobby. <laughs> what? what? what that you, is what not you? a food place, Allison. <laughs> what, when did what Hobby, do you Lobby, eat at Hobby Lobby? Hobby Lobby <laughs> selling corn dogs in the back. I bet if happening? I bet if they did, they would have opened up a little oh, early. Julia's in Gunnersville and Wenzel's. What do you eat at Julia's, Greg? I don't think I've ever been there. I've had the. I've been to Wenzel's. I've had the chicken fajitas. <laughs> I yeah, love, that's uh, totally how you say it. By too. the way, <laughs> I know how to pon- pronounce fajitas. Thank you. And tortillas. I just prefer the other word to say tortillas and tortillas. fajitas. Tortillas. Allison, what yeah, kind we, of food do they sell? Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, we got to explore this. Please talk to us. Hey, our crowd just grew. When no, we, no, 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 <laughs> we're can't talking about wait food to eat inside. Please. No, like I said, I'd love to go to Texas Day, Brazil. Maybe one day I'll have my day. You know, Los Arcos is on my list. Rosie's. See, I've okay. Everybody talks about Rosie's and have Hunts. Have you been? I've never been. Oh, Derek. Apparently, I know I'm missing Derek, out. You haven't lived. I have apparently. Um, and also, we talked about this last week, but Stephen's favorite Mexican restaurant in Huntsville. Mm. It's a buffet, but hold on before you like mark it off the list. They yeah. serve you. Yep, it's. It's so like you can't ser- style where they serve it to you. Oh, but it's we're not talking like cheese. But it is a self-serve because she gives you everything you want. Yeah, we're a talking bit more. Yeah, we're, a bit yeah, more. we're talking queso. Queso. Oh, yeah. by the gallon, man. Mm. Oh, just pour, pour it, it on. over everything and give you a bowl. I think last time I watched Stephen like stick his head head out <laughs> under it, and, like hey, <laughs> he was you like pour? under. He's under. like, come on. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. All right. Just so that's a question. Like, are you Rosie's? Is uh, thank you, Greg. Are you? Are you? Greg, an- me and you are very close because every time I like talk about something I love, he usually does too. So, are you anti buffet? No, well, I'm not. I mean, I'm just saying it's a cleaner, less concerning version of a buffet. Because so if we're talking about buffets, and to be re- relevant right now too, because a buffet is a thing of the past with right. all the social distancing. Cool. Right. They're Ooh. saying no salad bars, no buffets, no drink stations outside where you can actually oh, serve yourself. Yeah. Golden yeah. Corral just went under, guys. Well, <laughs> the chocolate waterfall how they were still, The chocolate waterfall. Hey, it's, hey, it's dried. How they were still rocking along is beyond me. That's true. Uh, that's just me. That's true. But, uh, you know, here's, here's a buffet. TJ, Chris is will it, be here it? at 3.30. TJ Henderson asked. Sorry. Chris. Yeah. The only thing I've okay. ever had at Rosie's was fish tacos. Oh, I love good. some fish tacos. They were good. When I, I go the, to Tacky Jack, wait. When I go to the beach, that's mm-hmm. what you. Need. I love Tacky Jacks, and I get there every. I've never gotten anything else I've from Tacky Jacks except Jack's. for the shrimp tacos. Yeah, that's all good. I get. Those are good. Um, but Sneed Cafeteria. Oh man, yes. Just, College at Sneed State, State every day. My it used to be man. three dollars a day, and my dad man. used to pay me and. Man. Matt may be on here today. Matt, he's Man. the junior high football coach at Asbury. He was one of my best Matt friends. Matt Harris? Yeah, Matt Harris. I played I played a little ball. I Matt. love Matt Harris. I know and, Matt. And uh, Matt and I used to eat in the cafe together every day. Sneed? At Sneed. State. And last time That's I went, so good. a year ago, life-changing. I haven't been I haven't been in a while. So good. Mallory, my wife wanted to go one so Sunday good. after church, but I really wasn't feeling it it's because from our church packed. to Sneed, you're not going to beat the crowd. No. You're not. So it was like, just can't do it. So Publix love over here on Facebook. 
Wait, we That's can't. Right. Greg's we saying, can't Seth, we're We also are, Greg. Publix Brothers. Because people throw down on it that we're not going to name. I don't know what the deal is, but I love Publix. You have to have a coupon to shop there. That's all I'm saying. That is false. It's a bit, it's a, yeah. Buy one, get can't, one. Hey, you talk about get you, one. you can't afford to go to the Texas one, State get one. but you can shop it. At Buy Publix. one, get Come one. On, My bro. ice cream cost $3.50. Your Walmart ice cream didn't cost that little. No, I don't get it. It costs $2.98 at Walmart. Whoa. <laughs> and I don't buy my ice cream at Walmart because wow. they, they don't carry Mayfield. I'm living for 50 cents. <laughs> you can't, Jeez. I'm telling you, you can't hide money. You just can't. What? You can't hide it. <laughs> You think I got it? <laughs> you and your three dollars and fifty cent ice cream. Ice cream. That's, just, that's ridiculous. High living. No, I, I cheese. Our favorite ice cream. Oh, chocolate Trinity. No, chocolate Trinity. Thank you, Greg. Buy no. one get one, baby. Chocolate Trinity no. at Publix. You're wrong. And before that, it was Bluebell. Steven, yeah, favorite ice cream. Ah, uh, favorite for me, Moose Tracks. Yes, I knew it. Moose Tracks. Willy Wonka gets it, and it's got to mm. be Mayfield. Yeah, Mayfield Moose Tracks. Don't get and look. Don't bring me wait, wait, wait. Tracks. Follow up. How much did your Mayfield cost? But I don't care. Pull that when price it's your up. favorite. Pull that price up. <laughs> when it's your Let's favorite. Let's talk about it's it. Priceless. Let's talk about it. Oh no! It's Pull it up. Probably five dollars. Pull it up. <laughs> talk it's to me about snow. my three dollar and fifty cent ice cream. I don't think Mayfield Walmart. Moose I don't think track. Walmart has it. I don't think. Well, I don't think Walmart carries it. I don't carry they Mayfield don't anymore. Okay. I have to That'd get be mine. a Foodland question. Shout out at Foodland. Oh no! Moose Tracks premium ice Come cream. Come on, no. Three ninety six. Who had the cheaper ice cream? Yeah, but you can't get that in Gunnersville. They don't guy. have Mayfield. This guy. Look at that. Well, look, that's what? at Walmart. By the way, I will say that Jacks also has oh. Moose Tracks. Oh, I did and you not can know get that. it in a shake. Yes. Which means that when you get finished with your shake, you have all that. Chocolatey goodness that didn't come through the. How much? But the one thing that Jax doesn't have is a uh, Grapeco or a Dr Pepper milkshake. Just like Charburger. Charburger. Yes. Mm-hmm. I had a Dr Pepper I've, last time we went. See, I don't know. Great. I don't know if I don't know what is that like. Explain it's that. Good. The Dr Pepper milkshake. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really good. It, it tastes. It's just. It's. I. I don't know how to explain something okay, you've never so, had. I know. That was that like, was a hard question. I gave you a hard question there. I'm it's sorry. new. Um, how do you I will explain say, heaven? So, I, I, I hadn't been. I, I know, know exactly. Um, so <laughs> I hadn't been yet. Yeah. Planning on going one day. Um, <laughs> the thing about all right, so so moose tracks, Mayfield right. moose tracks is my favorite. My second. Favorite, By the way, it's fifty cents more than mine. Dang, dang, dang. <laughs> you're using a bogo, so uh, yeah, you're still uh. using a coupon, dude. Yep, I didn't use the coupon. Oh, you you didn't? No. Okay. It's just there. All right. My second favorite is my mom's homemade Oreo ice cream. By the way, Ooh, have any of you so have good. any of you eaten the ice cream I talked about? No. 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 So you because can't compare it. It's not better than most tracks. I can tell you that. <laughs> you right haven't now. tried it. <laughs> I ain't got it. My try. favorite growing up was one. It's called Mississippi Mud. Oh, I love Mississippi no, Mud. Yeah, yeah. Growing up, that that would sounds be good. good. I'm down. Yep. I'm down to try that. Mm-hmm. I'll even. I'm down to try. How long we got? Two minutes. Got two minutes. Hey, I thought somebody was walking up the stairs. Everybody just went. <laughs> got quiet. Everybody just went. <laughs> All right. All right. Allison so, never answered us. Allison. Allison. Where you at? Allison. Hobby Lobby. Where y'all want to go eat? So we're no, what's on your list. You got to go. Did you say? I like Rosie's. 
you did one day I, this is a one day thing one day i'll get to go to texas day brazil one day it's good these guys keep where talking is that about, where is that where is it's, the club? It's, bridge it's street. the bridge oh the bridge, bridge street yeah bridge all right street. so here's a question about bridge street <clears throat> do you like do, do you like pf changs no i've only eaten there once what I i've eaten there it once and it wasn't a lot it doesn't, it doesn't blow me away I'd rather I, just have you know, I expect, my mom Chinese. I'm with you. I expected to have my mind blown, yeah. and it just wasn't. Now, my favorite Chinese place, no disrespect to anybody on the mountain, there's a place in the Gadsden Mall really? that I've been eating Your whole literally life? my whole entire existence, and it's the same people. <laughs> I feel like I know them. Okay. I don't get to go as much as Family. I want like to, and I don't Family. even know the name of it. It's just the Mall Chinese. It's you the Gadsden Mall Chinese. you know the name of the people, though? No. No? <laughs> no. I feel like I know him. I Ricky, know. Have you seen Ricky's post lately, Stephen? Though Ricky, <laughs> yeah. Ricky is chicken fried rice, no vegetable. Ricky, who was rice. here last week, and he was almost here today. Um, he is hilarious. So I'm showing Derek right now, but chicken fried rice. Am I doing this meal prep thing right? He's he's like he's desperate, so he's starting to make it. Oh, but then he puts this. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just ready for these seven words. Chicken fried rye, no veggie, extra rye. <laughs> and now, today's clutch moment. Hey, guys. We are so glad you're here for this. Today, I wanted to talk about a word that we've all become really familiar with called quarantine. And I want to talk to you about no separate, uh, not separate clutch, right? That's what we're calling this today. So there... There's a new term, right? And we call it quarantine. And I'll just give you the definition. It's a state, period, or place of isolation in which people or animals that have arrived from elsewhere or been exposed to infectious or contagious disease are placed. Hmm. Not my favorite word. Not my say, favorite act. Just put me in a bad mood. Right, right. So my question is... I, I'm going to ask you a few questions, Derek. Okay. What has been the hardest thing... For you dealing with quarantine. Y'all tell us out there in so, Facebook world. Talk to us. We'll read think, your answers. I think one of the toughest things is just not not being able to to go and do like you normally would. Right. So you get in a routine and everything's been one way. You're literally your entire existence. Yeah. And then within a two-week period. <laughs> everything changes. Everything is like, like you said, um, Stephen, like no more salad bars, no more buffets, no more. No, you no more fixing your drinks in restaurants. Like all of these changes, and then you know, obviously not having church. Yeah, you know, having online church, not being able to go places with your friends. You know, all of those things made quarantine pretty difficult. You know, yeah, way different. So, what's been the greatest thing that's come out of all this? Well, I mean, the obvious to me is is the amount of time. That you've had to reprioritize. Yeah. So with my, I'm in a men's small group at church, and that's something that several different guys have pointed out every week. Is before before coronavirus, we had all of these things that stood in the way of our faith. So, you know, ball, entertainment, all of these things, like a, just a jam-packed schedule. And then we would fit our faith in when we could Sundays, Wednesdays, whatever. Well, all of that went away. Because there is no ball, there is no literally school, everything. Everything was canceled, and so it forced us, or made us be intentional about growing in our faith. Because now all of the other stuff has been taken away. 
So I and, and then and then family time. Yeah. You know, I joke. You know, my wife, bless her heart, <laughs> she's married to me and she's at home with the kids all day every day. <laughs> so you know, she's still going strong. But yet we we do have that time. Right. We don't have to be anywhere. We don't have to go anywhere. We're not busy. We're just together. You yeah. know, and and that is to me that is a positive. You know. Yeah. Yeah, and and Romans eight thirty eight. You know, we're talking about that's physical mm. separation, right? Uh, Greg Glasscock says it's been great to refocus and concentrate on what's really important. Great answers. If you want to answer on on the uh, Facebook Live, you can go to at Varsity Radio Show right now. If you if you write it, we uh, we'll read it. So. Romans eight thirty eight through 39 says on a spiritual sense, right? And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, Derek. Neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Mm. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So God never desired us to be quarantined from Him. Right? We have to be quarantined from each other, but God never wanted that separation. He hates separation. Right? That's why God hates sin. He doesn't hate you. He just hates sin because it causes separation from you and Him, which is devastating to Him. Because that's all God wants from us. He wants a relationship. And if we separate from him, then we have no relationship. And so, so Derek, let me ask you this. What are some things we can do to get closer to Christ in this time that we're going through? Or in um, this moment? So I think, so number one, the way that I view it, you know, salvation is completely on God. Right. That's something that he does. He changes you. He makes you new. Right. The Spirit creates a new person. Um, but then your walk with Him, it's on that's, you. that's on you. Yeah. The sanctification process, to use a churchy word, yeah. the sanctification process is is on you. Right. You know, do, he's not... Which be, he's, which means becoming Christ-like. Yes, becoming, yeah. becoming more like Him. And, yeah. And, you know, do you read the Bible? Yeah. Do you pray? Do you engage regularly in corporate worship and and even even online corporate worship because that's just what we've been forced to do the last eight right, weeks. Right. And so can you like Paul said, can you willingly die to yourself daily, put aside your desires, your wants, your wishes, and put more of Christ into your life and become more like him. Yeah. And that's just that's a conscious daily decision. And we've even talked about that, you know, in, in our staff meetings and just in the office is, is there can there are times where it's like we're completely enthralled by God. Then there are other times where we're completely outside of how we believe we should act. And it's yeah. because of that, you know, Paul says, I I don't do the things I should do and then right. I do the things I don't want to do. And so but it's just that intentionality to grow and to search and to pray and and do all of those things. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's just what I want to encourage you. You know, don't don't let this moment pass you by. I, I didn't mean to want to make this long, but it, in all seriousness, don't let this moment 
this time pass you by and just be wasteful. Allow God to get close to you, not farther away. Yes. And I and I challenge you to do that through listening to worship music, like like uh, like Derek said. You know what? Watch the stuff your church is putting out. You know, communicate, talk through that. You know, we can sit, we may not be there together, but all, right. I, I know you do it like me. We have a Facebook Live, and I, <clears throat> I communicate with the people in our church. You know, as service is going on, be a communicator, be a part of that, be a part in your devotional time in your life. Yeah. In your worship time. God wants to get closer to you in this moment, not farther away. So there's my advice for today. Boom. Hey, music. Hi, I'm Brindley Denny. And I'm Andrew Trammell. And we're from Alberville High School. School. And you're listening to the Varsity Radio Show. I want to say hey to Chris Williams, who's already on here. He's he's going to be calling in in a few minutes. Can't wait. But I appreciate him being on there. He told TJ when he's going to be talked to. Boom. <laughs> We're looking forward to that interview. And so, funniest thing that's happened to you in the last two months, oh Derek. I want to hear about it. It's been a while since we've nothing. caught up. Nothing. Nothing. Um, <laughs> nothing's been funny. No. Uh, no. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, honestly, not a lot because it's like you you go to work and then Come you go home. Yeah. Um. The two-year-old is Here it comes. she's really blossoming. She's yeah. becoming more like me every day. Bless her heart. And poor even, Mallory. So, so, so last night, this was actually pretty funny. Right. So I stay up late. Mallory, and I stay up late, and so it was about midnight. And Mallory said, "Hey, will you go get her?" And when I go to go in Nora's room. She already has the light turned on because she can reach the switch from her crib. Isn't that sweet? She's got the light on, and when I walk in, she's she's standing up by her crib, and she's going. <laughs> she's not sleepy. Yeah. And she needs she needs. Isn't that great? She, she needs some attention. She needs she needs a little diaper change. So I, I get her cleaned up, and then she is like full party mode, like middle of the afternoon. Let's go, daddy. And I'm like, at midnight. And I'm like, no, baby, it, it's it's time to go to bed. And there was an awful, terrible game on SEC Network. <laughs> it was the year that Auburn, we were beating Auburn, and Cam Newton brought them back. And that was they won. that, that was, was not something I like to remember. But we watched <laughs> we watched some of it, and she commentated the game well, with that was, her. That was fun with her jibber jabber. You know, like, ooh, he fall down. You know, like he yeah. fell and. Yeah. And just and so, it was good for about an hour. And then by one o'clock, I was like, "Hey, somebody gonna take this baby to bed." So, uh, sure turn. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, yeah. What about you? That's you know, I I don't know that I have a funny. I know it's hard to like. It really is because you know you do laugh like you said. We <laughs> we come here. You just living. Yeah, we create a lot of videos stuff. Uh, you know, I had another youth leader. Helped me make some videos for our Instagram mm-hmm. recently, and that was fun. We did a Bob well, Ross thing, and <laughs> we were not social distancing as we should. And uh, he put, you know, how you do the arms through, yeah. And we drew. They gave us a scenario to draw, and he, oh wow, it was. I bet that was when classic. you see that video. Really, I it was. was it was. It was hilarious. So I, I it may, was very uncomfortable, but it was hilarious. I may or may not have on my phone several videos of 
bloopers yes. from my online devices. Oh, yeah. Because cause I've, I edit them in iMovie. So if if there's a part that I messed up, yeah. or a couple of weeks ago, there was a part in my online devotion where I said the word like, like fifty uh, billion times, six hundred times in a twenty second period. That's funny, you know, like this. And I was, and the thing is, is I was like for real, like <laughs> just totally losing like my train of thought, like totally, yeah. and just like uh, yeah. repeating myself. Oh yeah. And so I'm sitting at my desk and I'm editing that video and I just went, oh, split clip. And I let myself go for a little bit, split clip. And then that part in the middle, delete. (laughs) Took it out. Get it out of here. This is bad. But on my phone, I have several clips of me going, oh. That is terrible. Like, and I'll just go, <laughs> you know, like in Bruce. Yes, Almighty, yes, like, yes, yes, yes. Me like a. I was about me it. like a. <laughs> do a. Da cha cha. Da cha cha. Do you remember that, Stephen? I do. Uh, Steve <laughs> so, Carell, just like Steve Carell. He's reading the teleprompter. He's so funny. <laughs> he's so funny. Anyway, so. I, I've had to learn three TikTok dances oh, no. for my youth group. Oh, no. I don't look good in any of them. Oh, no. Oh, you are doing a TikTok. That is you. <laughs> look at you go. <laughs> it's terrible. Ah. It's, it's, it's not my favorite one. Hold on. I'm going to watch that again. That's no, hilarious. You're not even smiling. I'm not happy about it. He's, <laughs> guys, he's not even yeah. smiling. He's doing the Macarena. It is something. And he's angry. No, teenagers told me to do Oh, bless such. you. Yeah. Bless so, you. Anyway, you know, uh, one of the funnest things I've got to do with that same youth leader two weeks before that, we set up Diet Coke and put Mentos in there. Oh, and that, science experiment. Oh, it was awesome. That was so much fun. Oh, I, I heard something. Uh, this is um, this is crazy. Oh no! I, it has to do with Mentos. Okay, Coke. Time bomb Mentos ice cubes. What? <gasps> Serve somebody. Coca-Cola, so you put Mentos. Put Mentos in the center of the ice cube. That is a terrible prank. Freeze the ice, and then when it all melts away, you mean it free, just, freeze the Mento. You have yeah, to yeah, yeah, put yeah, water yeah. in, freeze it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ice. No, you I can got use it. those little ice trays. Ice trays. Exactly. <gasps> yeah. That's happening. That's hilarious, but it would be terrible. That's happening. <laughs> who do you hate so bad you would do that? I don't to? know. The next family gathering. I'm I looking at every knows. piece of ice that covers my Father's Day. <laughs> get ready. Oh, no. Get ready, Pops. Because <laughs> by then terrible. we'll be able to get ready. What if a restaurant did Steven, that? Steven, who taught you that? What if. I saw it on Facebook. What if a restaurant did that to everybody in the restaurant at one time? Can you imagine having a clean that And they mess? filmed it. And they filmed it. Can you it. imagine that? Would that? that would win an Oscar. That would win an Oscar. That would be that the would. greatest prank. Also, I've, I've got somebody at church that said they may want to like start a prank war with me. Right. That would definitely go on the list immediately. Now, you know, actually... That's what I'm going to do if somebody pulls a prank on me. That That's the comeback. That said they're going to. Here. By the way, I pulled a straight. Here he goes. <laughs> Here he oh. goes. Oh. <laughs> he saw me pull. Yeah, This is my least favorite of all of them, honestly. <laughs> you look so miserable. See, the other like, youth you leader are... on the right of me, he's a <clears throat> science teacher. You're, you look miserable. Is this the Mentos? This No. Oh. 
They haven't posted that one yet. I'm waiting for it. I'm so do you have a TikTok? No. I don't either. No. No. I don't I, have a TikTok. Like I said, I... I, I barely... I, I definitely I don't... Think, Steven, I, you got one, don't you? I do, yeah. I definitely don't face snap. Face snap? I ain't snap. on that face snap. You don't do the face snap? I don't do the snap face. No snapping of the no, face. I ain't doing it. Ain't doing it? <laughs> <laughs> see if it'll still work. Oh, this is no, magic. Hold on one second. It's Facebook, we it. just want you to see it. You know. I was trying to get you to see it. Lord help us at dancing. <laughs> I'm not even good. Yeah. You but you, you know, it's been fun. Honestly, every Thursday, Derek, we create videos for our Instagram. And it's a lot of fun. I think, oh, Steven, are you going to show it? Yeah, I'm working on it. He's, He's trying to get it to I'm trying to, to get go. the full screen. And I just wish I would have worn something different that day. Well, what does it matter what you wear? I just don't like how I look there. Well, I mean, yeah. no offense, but, but people cares? like me Nobody's and you, paying attention. As I say, me and you, it no. don't matter what we wear when we're dancing. It's still just bad dancing. You know, that's very honest. Because I'm... You, I will say this. You did this better than I would have done that. Well. You did that trick. well. There's a trick to it. but What is it? You can. It actually starts in slow motion, and then they speed it up. Yeah. Well, so you still had to move. That was harder. You still had to move? That ain't bad. Yeah, my favorite one. Was How much time do we have? We've got a minute five. Yeah, I got one I want to pull up. So do we need to kill some time when we get back? Uh, we can kill her. I can just play another song. Play another really? song. Yeah. Let's talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> have you watched The Last Dance? I've watched the first two episodes. And, I know. I know. And it you makes like me very mad at the uh, the uh, uh, general manager, Jerry Jerry Kraus. I wish they would have fired him. <laughs> it was not good moves he was making. Well, it it gets. I mean, it's still really good. We're we're caught up. How many but, episodes I mean, are there? Ten. 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 I'm on. I've got six of them. I will say that I don't know if there's ever been another person on the planet that motivated to win is michael Ever. jordan yeah you know everybody says that watch that show if you really think lebron's better than jordan you watch that show well, where they no. had five years of dominance five years no it was three and then three yeah no i, I mean i'm not look i love lebron <laughs> and i'll say that lebron not saying he's not good he's he's the second but best i'm just player saying i'm just history. saying no 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 player is that motivated in the history of basketball was more motivated to win than him. Like it was just, it's just unbelievable. Like it's unbelievable to me the attention to detail, the drive. The oh, and to like, mention, he won a state championship. I mean, a national championship in basketball. Eh. <laughs> I don't. I mean, whatever. I mean, he was I great. Mean, yeah, he as was a good. freshman. Yeah, but I mean, LeBron didn't even go. Yeah, I will say this: I don't think anybody will ever have. I think LeBron has more, just raw like talent, because he's six eight, two sixty, plays like a point guard. Thank you, Justin. That was very sweet of you. Lord help us. Was he? What a sweetheart, Justin. <laughs> Let's see you do better. Oh. <laughs> 
We've got the gauntlet is thrown. We're getting uh, at least I tried. <laughs> and do it with a pizza in your hand. <laughs> do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I'm trying to get this other video. I showed the one we did Renegade. Yeah, I, I've enjoyed Last Dance a lot. It. I've only watched the first two episodes. That's two hours. It's been but, really good. But I mean, uh, it's not family but, uh, friendly. But I was sad about Scotty Pippen. I'm fat. I, and don't. <laughs> Same. Same. Everybody makes fun until they have to do All it. Right, so, <laughs> so what about this? Are you? Are you? How would you categorize how you feel about the reopen? Are you like gung-ho, let's go? Are you cautiously optimistic? Are you cautiously with no optimistic? Uh, are you, where are you? You know, I don't know that, I'm not, I'm not like open things up and don't do anything, but I am like open it up and do, if you're sick, stay at your house, you know? If you're, if you, you can stay six feet apart from people, you know, what? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not paranoid. I, I, I just, I don't know. Steven? Oh, you're bringing me into this now. Yeah. yeah. All right. So what was the question? Tell me one more so time. So like, how do you feel about the reopen? Are you like, uh, I feel good about it. Are you cautiously <laughs> optimistic? I am cautiously optimistic. And I know people keep saying, well, the reason why numbers are going up is because of all the testing that's going on. Yeah. Duh. I mean, come on. Yeah. You got to test to find out if somebody has it. I had somebody tell it to me like this just yesterday. Well, if you go out in the yard and you find a four leaf clover and you look hard enough, you're going to find another four leaf clover. I mean, that makes sense, but it's the fact that but the four-leaf clover is there, and when it's a cancerous four-leaf clover that can kill you... I was about to say, you, it's not, we're then, not talking about a four-leaf clover. You know? You know because if, if it can kill you, I think it's a pretty big deal. You need to know it's there. So yeah. I think, myself personally, we've opened up too fast yeah. because the numbers are still climbing. Well, I mean, my thing... So I, let, let's put it this way. I don't live in a world where there are multiple government agencies creating or dispersing <laughs> or this massive conspiracy of this or that i don't right. live in that world right <clears throat> i also don't live in a world where the government gives me all the information yeah okay i'm somewhere probably in the middle right and so we can say that we're reopening for different reasons but really and truthfully we we're reopening now because economically speaking i don't think you could sustain I don't either. Everything being closed. I don't either. For a longer period of time. Yeah. So, is it too soon? Is it just in time? Yeah. I think it depends on what your reasoning is. If yeah. your reasoning is one thing, then I don't know if it matches up. If yeah. it's the other, I think there's I a think, health, there's a health side. <clears throat> there's an economic yeah. side, right? And I don't think I don't think we fully and a depression side yeah. that nobody wants to. talk about. I don't about think that, we fully will understand the economic side of things until we get down the road. Well, I saw I the, personally don't. I saw this stat last week that there were more suicides in Tennessee than coronavirus deaths last well, month. Yeah, last and, week. And just, and and but, I think nobody wants to talk about the depression side of things. Well, and it's just and I think I think like you said, I think it's a common sense thing. Like yeah. I can go to Walmart and not hug on folks. Yeah, and spread things out. And I will say, I mean, we can stay six feet. Yeah, but 
um, when you're on the bread aisle and you walk past me on the bread aisle, <laughs> that's not six feet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's not. And I here's my biggest. It's hard to so, police that. So here's my biggest thing. And this is why I asked this. Stephen feels one way about it. Mm-hmm. You may feel one way about it. I may feel a completely different way about it. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, is, is one thing I think we need to keep in mind, because this is also new, is not everybody views everything like you view. No, that's right. No. And so you need to understand, okay, I may view this a certain way. Mm -hmm. Stephen may view it the opposite way. And none of them are wrong. And 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 none of them are wrong. He's he's basing that opinion on on maybe the same information I have. Right. It's called a perspective. Yeah. And and everybody has a different way of looking at things. And I think that moving forward, like when we talk about reopening churches and we talk about going to eat in restaurants, we just need to keep in mind that not everybody's viewing this situation the like same way we do viewing the yeah. situation. And we just Good. need to be mindful of how that works and how we interact with people. So yeah. here's here's my second TikTok dance. Uh oh. Steven, you want it? Uh <clears throat> put it right here. He doesn't know. Right here, so he doesn't know if he wants you know, to that's accept okay. it. Just keep it right there. Oh, he I doesn't need, know. I need to just turn the volume up. Yeah, you'll definitely have to turn the volume up. And are we ready? And go. Uh, what's up, boys and gals? Uh, this is the Christian way to learn renegade. Uh, in case anybody Christian. <laughs> this was my personal favorite. And, and you want to you get on this level. All right, here we go. Wait till you see this. You're just in the background. <laughs> that was mildly disturbing. You know, that was for your enjoyment. Wow. I don't know what just happened. Just from the words, I didn't see. Now I'm seeing the movements. Right. Your movement. I'm telling you, you're not bad. Thank you, man. You're not bad. And the reason, okay. I love my eyes in the background right behind it. <laughs> yeah, right behind it. <laughs> you know? I'm just like waiting to for it. Out. You're waiting. Like, what is happening? Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. That was my personal favorite one. You're not bad. That's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> You you you've got some decent moves. Thank you. I feel terrible. I feel like you'd be. A I can't tell you how Q. many times I practiced that. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Q dance. I'm gonna say that you're better. Okay? <laughs> I've never seen Q dance either. <laughs> Does good. Q have a TikTok? I wonder. I don't Does, know. That's a good question. Got got a Marco, that is one we need to ask. He's got a Marco Polo. I don't know if he's got a TikTok. I want to see Steven's hey guys, TikTok. Tell you what, let's do a um, let's do a B and B video games. Got one it. more song. Let's do a tease for our guest awesome. as well. We got thirty four seconds. You got B and B, and we're back on the Varsity we're Radio back. Show. Hey, we What's just want to, we just want to tell you about this place, B and B Video Games. It's Fantastic. an eighties style. Arcade, they're one of our sponsors. We love them. They're, they're also awesome. a video game retail store. You can get anything that you want, used, new, and if they don't have it, 
they'll find it. So make sure you go check them out. Um, they're on 431 in Alberville, right next to the Pizza Hut. A hut of pizza. 6791 US 431, Albertville, Alabama. 256-486-3172. Yeah. Hey, and we want to tell you in the next few minutes, we have the honor and privilege of having Chris Williams, the head football coach at Asbury. He'll be with us in the next few minutes. He looks like a boss. <laughs> All right. Grab me his phone number real quick. I'll give him a call. All right. I think he may be online there. His phone number. Here, just kind of. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to give it to the world. Yep. <laughs> His number is 256. <laughs> if you have any play qual- call questions, <laughs> if you don't like the defense, that's right. Um, give call, Coach a call. <laughs> if you're one of those hey, people Coach, that you, sir? yells on the side of the... <laughs> uh, doing great, doing great. Hey, we've got two minutes and 25 seconds left, and we'll bring you up for an interview. Sound okay? All righty, cool. You ever put question, you on a brief a hold? Yeah. Um, we might start talking with you a little bit before, and then we'll kind of break, and then we'll bring it bring you into the show. Everybody thinks right? they're better coach until they have to do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, so true. That's so true. All right, we got him on the phone. If you want to say, Chris, hi to how you doing? Fine. How you doing? I am so good. I saw you on earlier. Thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Glad to be here. Yeah, and how many years have you been at Asbury? This is my first year that I'm finishing up. Whole first year. Pandemic. Mm-hmm. Man, what a weird way to have a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> what? Absolutely. I'll ask about it on the air. I was going to ask the hardest thing Whoa, about don't, going don't ask all your questions yeah, right I know. now. <laughs> right we, can't, we can't blow through all the questions right now. we gotta, I know. we got to save them. So what are you doing as this, like, in your meantime right now? <laughs> I am doing a ton of honeydew chores. Oh. Yeah. Bless him, Lord. Why not? No. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's funny. What's so, been your favorite one? No. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Uh, well, I'm not on the air yet, so I don't know. <laughs> well, you're on Facebook Live. You're, you're on, on Facebook, Facebook Live. Live. Be careful. Oh, I am on Facebook Live. Be careful. Watching, I'm sure. Tread lightly. Uh, <laughs> uh, painting. Painting the house, the house, Ooh. the struggle. Well, yeah. So are you? Are you? Are you? Are you getting everything done in a timely manner? Or are you? Are you in trouble? <laughs> I'm doing it at a steady pace. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to put that. That's yeah, I got. I got some friends that they've like redone their whole like backyard scene and they're like sending us progress pictures and i'm like well i had a bowl of ice cream today (laughs) (laughs) that's progress (laughs) we got what 15 seconds 15 seconds it's the varsity athlete interview and we have the privilege of having the head football coach of the asbury rams chris williams how are you Doing well, thank you. We are so glad that you decided, uh, or you were able to join us today. I uh, and I, we were talking on the just at the very beginning. What were you doing during this time? We'll leave that out. But <laughs> well, but let me ask you this: How is coaching football different this year than any other year you've done it before? 
Well, you know, this was my first head football job here at Asbury. Yeah. And I've had the privilege of being assistants at uh, my previous two schools that I was at. But uh, this year, you know, learning the kids, being able to come in last spring, uh, after I was finishing up at my prior school, I would come after school and we got to go through spring. And then going through the summer, I was able to develop relationships with the students. And the one thing that was beneficial is, is being a middle school teacher. Yeah. Uh, at a small school like Asbury, we were able to have the middle school and high school basically, you know, just a haul over. So I was able to interact with a lot of my players to develop that player-coach relationship. Awesome. To know them as they were getting to know to me. Uh, and then... You know, the difficult thing was just uh, having to come in and develop relationships and trust with my assistant coaches that were on staff uh, with them and learning to teach them the things that we wanted to do as a staff and as a program and then turn them loose to let them go and teach it and, you know, get the kids to buy into what we were doing. Yeah, and I think it. I, th- I think we made some strides, although that you know on the scoreboard it didn't really show. But I felt like that we made progress, and only having three seniors this past fall was very beneficial. Out of having thirty something kids, the most difficult thing that we have is you know we started in January, hitting it really hard in the weight room. In January, February, going into March, we were about to get ready to do our spring max. Yeah, And we had these kids working really, really hard in the weight room, had possibly up to 70 football players in the weight room wow. from seventh grade to juniors that are going to be going in. You know, and we were really looking forward to possibly having 40 kids on, 40 to 45 kids on varsity, nine through 12, and 30 to 35 kids, you know, that were going to be seventh and eighth graders next year. And then this pandemic hit, and we weren't allowed to uh, see these kids anymore. And learning to do virtual Ooh, meetings with your kids, yeah, uh, and trying to encourage them to work hard on their own—that's that's been the hardest thing. Wow, wow. Yeah, I think we're all struggling. You know, because we all had to learn what we did digitally. Yeah, all of us, church and coaching and everything. Yeah, so. well, you know, coach, you talked about. You know, the progress last year didn't show up on the scoreboard. You know, not that I've coached at a I, – I kind of feel like I understand what you're saying a little bit, but explain explain that for somebody who may not understand. Because I think some people look at football as simply the scoreboard, and we know that a lot more goes into that. There's a pr- improvement by players play-by-play, game-by-game. So talk about some of those improvements that you saw – over the course of the year well just earlier today while i was kind of watching y'all show uh on facebook live and scrolling around as i I was listening to you guys i saw one of my uh church goers uh share something uh that said just a reminder as you plant the seed you can't eat the fruit the same day Mm. uh yep and you know y'all were talking about the church and learning how to uh you know have the opportunity to focus more time on your relationship with Christ simply because you're not busy, 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 busy. And, you know, one of the things that I've caught from that is, is, you know, my wife and I and our children, we go to the church of the Highlands. My father is a pastor at, uh, in Gadsden at a Baptist church. And, you know, I, I've grown up in church and I understand that, you know, sometimes it is prioritized that, you know, 
I've, I've been taught this my whole life. For you to have joy in your life, you know, you got to put Jesus, others, and then yourself. Yeah. And we get so caught up in the world, especially coaches, coaches, teachers, people in your business of where we're going, 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 going. And we always say, you know, we don't have time. We don't have time. We don't have mm. time. <laughs> and, you know, with the thing y'all asked me off the air about, you know, what have I been doing during this time? And, you know, I said I've been doing honeydew chores. My wife has always asked me, hey, honey, can we do this to the house? Can we do this to the house? And I said, sure, baby. When we get time or when I get time (laughs) now. Wow, that backfired quickly. (laughs) (laughs) And so, therefore, you know, I told her, I said, honey, I've got this time. I I can't go to school and meet with my kids and work them out. I'm not going to the school to teach. You know, we can't go to church. We're watching it online. So there's no excuse for me to tell you I can't get this done before, you know, they let us go back. So we, I think I used the word steady. We've been doing it at a steady pace. But yeah. that, what, that relationship that you guys was talking about with your individual self in Christ, your individual self with your small groups. One of you had mentioned something about your small groups and things like that with your family. Those things are so important. Yeah, and that's what I've tried to express to some of our kids: is guys take advantage of spending time with your parents, your mm. grandparents that you're allowed to go see, but you can still do work on your own. You know, and I've tried to get it to where every one of our uh, our football players have got access to our huddle accounts and to our Google classrooms, to where I tell them, look, I'm sending you video clips, <clears throat> or you can go on huddle and you can look at our playbook, or you can do this, and there's no reason for you not to learn that playbook. Yeah. Although we're not hands-on doing it, right. whereas they were in school, they were going to baseball practice, or they were going to track, or they were going to golf or tennis or whatever that they were doing, plus workouts, and then they were working jobs. Well, now they don't have any time. They're kind of like me in the sense of the honeydew chores. You know, they should be watching some film for 30 minutes a day. Now, whether or not they do, that's up to them. And I love y'all were talking about uh, the last dance and Michael Jordan and how he was driven, you know, I'm hoping that I can find a few of my kids when we do get to go back that has gotten that drive of doing things on their own now that they have time. And so that's, that's, that's what I've got my fingers crossed for. Uh, we've, we've been trying to have zoom meetings about once a week. Sometimes we've had two for about 30 minutes, just interacting with the kids, making sure that they were good, trying to encourage them and things like that. But it's, I'm telling you, this is probably the weirdest year, and this is year 22 that I've just finished up of teaching and coaching, and wow. it's yeah. by far the strangest. So, Chris, how do you know when you, you talking about the last dance? We're talking about that, and we said that. I know Derek went there because Michael Jordan's like my favorite. I love Michael athlete yeah. of all time, and I, we just I know me and you grew up and and yeah. Steven during that time, so it mattered a lot. But how do you know when you have a truly special player? And what what makes them stand out? What makes them different? Well, in my 22 years, you know, I spent 18 years at Springville, and uh, I, I, I coached every sport. Uh, I was head softball coach there for 18 years, and had the privilege of coaching in four state championships. And we won the last two that I, my last two years at Springville, we won the five A state championship. And you talk about special players. I'm I'm scared to even start naming any because if any of them saw this and they go, well, what about me? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, because there was so many, but I'm going to use one in particular. Yeah. And her her name was Abby Swaney. 
Okay. And the reason I'm going to use her is because she was a pitcher. And this kind of athlete, I had some special gems. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I could name hundreds of girls that I coached in, you know, 18 years there that were special softball players. But I remember specifically this kid, her sister was older and played for me. And I remember when she was in like the second, third, and fourth grade, when we would go to camps and when we'd go to games, she was out there behind the fence pitching and pitching. And this little young one, she was five foot tall and as a pitcher in 5A softball. And she was just a little bitty fella, and she would be out there with her daddy on that bucket, and she'd be working on her spins and this, that, and the other. Long story short, I said, this girl's going to be something. We were at Jacksonville State at a team camp, and they said, hey, look, we're going to keep our eyes on that kid. We've never seen a kid that works and works and works, and she would do everything that you would ask, and then she would run. And this was a young kid that wasn't even, you know, fully developed as far as that, you know, as an 8, 9, 10, 11-year-old kid. And then as an eighth grader, uh, she got in a circle and she she won the state championship for us. Struck out the last girl in the bottom of the seventh in the state finals. And then she she won it as a ninth grader. And those two years, she uh, was the 5A pitcher of the year as an eighth and ninth grader for me. And like she was offered a scholarship before she ever even stepped it into high school. Wow. Into the high school. And her drive, like she would, she would come to workouts. And she would do the workouts and the conditioning, and then she'd go to pitching lessons for an hour and a half, and then she would go and condition and work out with a personal trainer. I mean, she was just a special athlete. And, you know, she pitches at Sanford now. And uh, she was one of those that, you know, and I've had a ton of them that did things on their own. And I've got kids at football, and I've got kids that I've coached in baseball and other things that do things. But just being able to watch that kid grow up, being able to have coached her older sister and watch her, you just don't see very many kids that have that drive anymore. Yeah. She's still 5'2 and a freshman at Sanford. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's awesome. We we have a great producer. He puts things in front of us so we can see <laughs> So we saw a picture of her in her position, everything, uh, before, while you were talking. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, Coach, I mean, yeah. one thing, Asbury's not had varsity football very long. So talk about <laughs> Talk about some of the challenges that you faced as basically a new a new program, as opposed to Completely. just <laughs> as, yeah. As I mean, starting a program from scratch as opposed to you know just taking over and that kind of deal. Well, you know, you 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 go back to the the young lady that I just mentioned. You know, you put it now into football because that's, you know, that's what I'm here for. Y'all ask about a special player, and I used her to transfer into this because I figured there'd be a question about how do you take and build a program. I've got to find those kids that were her age. Yeah, right. Her and encourage them in the youth league. Yeah. And my number one goal this fall is uh, one, of, one of my junior high players' dad is over our youth program at Asbury. And I've told him that I want to be able to get with the coaches and talk to them about some things that we do that mm. I want to run for the, our program wow. to help develop those kids. And even if it's a if it's once a, a week that I take 30 minutes and go to the C teams practice or go to the B teams practice or go to the A teams practice and get to know those kids and encourage them and be able to see them on a Saturday, you know, and watch them play to show them the encouragement 
that, hey, the varsity coach is coming to watch me. Not that I'm yeah. anything important by any means. Yeah. But for them to have something to look forward to because football is new to us. Wow. And, you know, uh, you, you look at anything in life, it's, there's a learning curve. And sometimes the best way to learn is through your own mistakes. And these young kids, they've got to have something to look forward to in order to keep grinding and say, hey, I want to be with them. I want to be on the first winning football team at Asbury. I want to do that. I want to be that group of kids. And, you know, I'm trying to change the culture over there. I was about to say, culture change. It's just a thing to where, you know, I I really have the support of the surrounding coaches. Uh, You know, Coach Pelham, Coach Godwin, that our basketball coach and our baseball coach, those guys – are constantly in communication with me, helping me. You know, just this week we were talking about doing some work, getting ready for, you know, being able to have graduation there, even though it's going to be in July, but making sure everything's perfect for those kids, for them to celebrate what they've, you know, what a crazy senior year they've had. But at the same time, you know, for us to all be on the same page and wanting the success of the student athlete and, you know, trying to encourage the multi, multi-athlete kids, hey, look, don't just play football. If you can help Coach Pellin in basketball, go help him. If you can help Coach Godwin in baseball, go help him because we're such a small school. Now, yes, we are moving up to 3A, and I'm not sure really why we're moving up to 3A, but we are because <laughs> uh, of the numbers. But, you know, it's a point to where it's just the culture has got to be changed to where football means something to them. Mm. They're not just playing like rec league baseball where you go out or men's slow pitch softball is an analogy I've used to them. Hey, guys, if I want to go out and, you know, cut up with some church folks and have some fun playing men's slow pitch, you know, I can go do that when I'm 45 years old like I am. Mm-hmm. But I can't go out and play football. Yeah. I, I, I'd break something, tear something up, you know, that kind of thing. And the most important thing is, is there's so many battles between every play of football that teaches you life lessons. Life is not fair. Right. So, Keith Maple was one of the – he was the head football coach at uh, Springville way back when I was at Springville. And as his assistant, he used to tell the kids all the time, and I love this, and this is one of the things I brought from him, is what are you going to do when something bad happens? Mm-hmm. You know, because there's so many things during the course of a game that's going to go wrong. Yeah. Are you going to stand up and be a man and take on responsibility and keep fighting, or are you going to do like a lot of our society does now – and just lay down, quit, and make excuses. Mm. And that's, uh, <laughs> come on. you know, I try my best. Do what now? I just said, come on. <laughs> this is <laughs> good. I, just, <laughs> I, try to, I try my best to incorporate that with the kids to let them know that, you know, I, I think all sports teaches you life lessons. But I really think that football teaches guys to become truly young men at an earlier stage and you know and again I reference our basketball and our baseball program both of those do a great job with the kids too of teaching them life lessons but the thing is is in football you know you you go and you got 10 guys doing the right thing but if that center rolls the ball back to the quarterback it messes up everything if that mm-hmm. left tackle gets beat you know it messes up the timing of everything and you know, what are you going to do? Are you going to point your finger at them? Are you going to go over there and put your arm around them and tell them, hey, you got it, we believe in you, you know, those kind of things. And it's just it, there's there's so many virtues of life outside of football 
that that I'm trying to teach these kids to change that culture, but not just about football, but in life in general. Because, you know, I know you guys have uh, been around like I have 20 years ago. Sports was totally different. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, the times have changed. I think we've gotten, uh, I, and I say this, and it's probably going to offend some people, but I think that athletics has gotten softer than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. It's more of finesse. And, I mean, there's a great comparison with, you know, the last dance going on right now. Mm. Coach Pelham and I just talked about the way they played basketball. When Jordan played basketball against the Pistons, that's a different style. You don't see that physical, hard-nosed nope. basketball in the NBA now. You know, you look at the way that college football plays. Heck, look at the way that Alabama's played just since Saban first arrived. It was three yards, cloud of dust, win with defense, smash mouth. And now, you know, Bama's scoring 45, 50 points a game, but they're giving up 30. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, times have changed. And so you, you've got to change with those kids. And, you know, I, I'm doing everything that I can with it. I think, uh, you know, I, I could give kudos to my assistant coaches. Uh, they do a great job of encouraging the kids and working them, and they're wonderful. They're like brothers, family to me. Uh, you know, Harris, Rayner, uh, let's see, Coach Pilkington, Coach Orr, Coach Strange, those guys, anything I ask them to do, they're right there with me. And to me, I think that's how we're going to change the culture is I got the assistant coaches to buy into what I'm wanting to do. That's good. Speaking of coaches, T.J. Henderson said, Coach Williams got me pumped up, put me in, Coach. Guys, T.J. Henderson, bless his heart. He's hilarious. You know, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a funny dude. I don't he know is. if y'all know him. We do. Uh, well, we do. He's a funny dude. Yeah. He is a funny dude. We do. Uh, hey, we're going to take a shout out to Yeah, go ahead. I'll give a shout out to T.J. He was in my wife and I's. Uh, wedding back in 2015. So good choice. I bet he made it comical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break. Not and uh, Chris Williams is gonna join us over on Facebook Live. We're gonna just play a song and then we'll bring him back. But you're doing a great job, by the way. You're doing really good. I'm enjoying this. Well, I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank it's you. It's kind of weird just sitting here talking on yeah. the phone and just looking at these white walls that I've been painting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, at least they're painted and you don't have to paint them. <laughs> All right, Coach, for the for the folks on uh, Facebook Live, have you ever, have you ever been tossed? <laughs> what? You ever been tossed out of a game? <laughs> there's the laugh there it is <laughs> well it depends that's a good answer football no okay uh, but softball yes i have been to- i have been tossed out uh in a jv basketball game okay uh, and i have been tossed out my first year as baseball coach at douglas four years ago were, were either one of those warranted did you deserve it well <laughs> Sure. Uh, the the worst part was uh, the one at JV basketball was at Springville, and uh, I we were getting beat by about thirty, and there was a travel and a push off, and I was sitting there and just kind of keeping my mouth shut, and I said, "Hey, look, man, 
I know that there's two and a half minutes to go in the game because this is before the hot clock rule. Yeah. And I, I looked at him. I said, guys, we're getting killed. They, they don't need any help. You need to be able to call a travel and, a, you know, an offensive <laughs> charge when there is. And he turned around and told me, he said, uh, coach, you need to shut your mouth. And I said, well, I just want you to do your job. <laughs> And I said, well, that's the first call you've made right all night. And he gave me another <laughs> Yes. That's, that was fantastic. That's awesome. If you're going to go down, I like it that way. I had, <laughs> I had the pleasure of um, coaching middle school soccer. Mm. And um, I, I, didn't, I didn't get thrown out. But I had a run-in with the official, and the next morning – I was my athletic director asked me about it, and by asking me about it, he was kind of upset about it. And uh, I told him what happened, and he said, "Hey, uh, let me tell you something. You coach soccer, you don't make enough money to even pay your officials. If you get thrown out, uh, you're paying the fine." And I said, "Yes, sir. I'll never, <laughs> never happen again." <laughs> Ow! Yes, sir. I got you. Now the one I will say the one that I had at uh, Douglas High School uh, when. As a baseball coach, we were down at Coosa Christian, and uh, oh, the irony there is uh, the the head baseball coach there was my dad's youth pastor at his church. Wow! Uh, and my dad was there, my wife was there, people from his church. But uh, th- there was a couple of plays that happened during there, and that I thought the umpires missed. And I went out there, and of course, I was probably a little bit more irate than I was calm. <laughs> was him, hey, look, you know, hey guys. Who, who's supposed to be watching this? Because I know who's supposedly supposed to be watching this play, but neither one of you saw it. And they were like, Coach, that's enough and whatever. And I said, well, the sad thing is, if y'all are not watching what you're supposed to, why are we paying y'all? <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, uh, I watched the rest of the game from uh, the parking lot out there. By the bus. Wow. But I will say that when the game was over, I had a parent walk by with a check for $300 to pay my uh, – Hey, yeah. Gotta so, love those but I, I didn't, boosters. I didn't accept it. I just told him to write that into the, 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 the booster club. Yeah. My, my AD principal and I would handle it. That, that's the thing that people don't realize is, you know, used to, I think I think some coaches would just get chunked to get chunked. And then when the athletic, uh, when Alabama High, High School Athletic Association said, I think we'll put a fine on this, that kind of really uh, cut down on, on the ejections in sports. Yes, absolutely. Uh, well, you know, I had I had some time that I served on the, the rules committee for softball at Springville, and one of the things they did talk about was sportsmanship. And I've tried to tell my athletes, you know, going back to teaching the kids, uh, changing the culture is is you don't make excuses, right? Uh, because in a in a ball game, I've I mean I've seen in, in multiple sports of twenty two years of coaching multiple sports is calls go against us, but in the same game there'll be calls that go in our favor, and so you just you got to win the play. Uh, hey, Coach. Going. We're going to pause you real quick. We're about to hit radio one more time, okay? All right. I have really enjoyed this interview. And it's been fantastic. Chris Williams, you're amazing. I wish we could have had you here in the studio. You know, we're not doing that right now, but I wish I wish you were here because it's been great. You could have well, been here know. looking at us instead of those white walls. Oh, man. You know? <laughs> it's probably better you're looking at the wall. I know. <laughs> Well, I tell you, the worst part about looking at these white walls is I'm looking across the living room into the playroom, and I haven't made it to that wall. Uh, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh, Megan uh, Williams says, Chris, you used to have parents that would offer up cash to pay the fine to get tossed. <laughs> <laughs> 
laughing. Okay, so my wife is on, so yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he enjoys painting those walls. He told us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's his favorite. <laughs> yes, I love her. Yeah. I will say that you know, you know, uh, I, I have a special lady uh, to uh, put up with me as a husband, but much less to be a coach's wife. Mm. Uh, you know, to be able to do what she does, and you know, I, I, she's down visiting her parents, uh, yeah. and so I. I, I didn't know if she'd be able to get on, but if she's still on, I do want to tell her how much I love and appreciate her because you guys know, as uh, is, is the head of the house and trying to provide, if you don't have that loyal support at home, it makes things a lot worse. That's, and, uh, I that's got a the good, truth. So. Yeah, yeah, but she's yeah. been laughing along with you, so she's been here for a little while, I guess. Uh, but, okay, uh, Chris, I, I want to know about one of the most embarrassing or funniest moments you've had in coaching. We always enjoy, we like to dig in these spots. It's kind see. of our specialty. Yeah, we do this. <laughs> so we heard your ref story off air. Uh, if y'all didn't hear that, you need to go watch Facebook Live. It was hilarious. But anyway, fun, one of the funniest things that's happened to you, you could be during practice on the bus, it could be during the game, uh, whenever. Uh, we just want to hear about it. Okay, uh, I guess one of the funniest stories that I, I, I'm, I'm kind of hesitant to say this because <laughs> I have no idea who's listening, much less who's Facebook Live. But uh, growing up as a kid, uh, I had eye teeth issues. And so, therefore, uh, I had some issues uh, with my teeth they were going to overlap so yeah when i was like 13 14 years old i had my two eye teeth removed and i had to have partials right and so long story short growing up through college i got one of them knocked out mm. they were on a bridge so it's been cemented back in cemented back in and it stays loose well there's times that that thing likes to pop out <laughs> etc well in 2016 and I, I don't think you can see this if you were to actually go back to the National Federation of High School Athletics and watch that state championship game that we were in. Uh, but we had lost the first game of the tournament and had to try to repeat by winning six straight over the next two days. And we were able to make it to that if game to uh, force that. And we were down two to nothing. And the umpire kept going, Chris, man, y'all are so explosive. Why are y'all not scoring? Helena's just shutting you down. And I said, if we ever score a run, we're going to blow them out. And the little third baseman was giving me a hard time going, y'all ain't going to score. Y'all ain't going to score. Well, we ended up tying it 2-2 two to two in the sixth. When the seventh, my senior that came up to lead off the inning, she hit a solo home run, and I started screaming as she was coming around. And when I did a little fist bump to her, and when I screamed, I, I closed my mouth, and I was like, oh, God. My tooth had flown out of my mouth. <laughs> So we're <laughs> celebrating going up three to two in the seventh inning state championship game, and I'm having to look around on the dirt to try to find my tooth, and I had to just pick it up, kind of spit on it, and put it back in, and then wait till the end of the inning to go wash it and clean it to get it back in. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's fantastic. That's great. I'm gonna let you ask a question, then I got one last right. one. But I have really enjoyed this, Coach. I, I know you know you, you coach multiple sports, and we'll. We'll ask. We'll ask. I want to ask this in the football context. Um, what do you What do you think? What do you think one of your strengths is, 
And then what do you think a weakness is, coaching-wise? Well, I want to say that my strength can be my weakness at the same time, and that's, uh, you know, trying to build relationships with my athletes. Like, at Asbury, these guys are phenomenal. I, I love these kids. I love my assistant coaches. And, you know, I had some even text me the other day and said, hey, coach, since they're lifting the band, you know, can of us being able to work out, can we go? And I said, you can go wherever your mama and daddy will let you go that's open, but you can't come to the school because we're under the guidelines of the state and, you know, the, right. the county and Coach Pelham and Mr. Weber and those guys. I said, but, you know, building that relationship with those kids and letting them know, you know, how much I love them. Dabo Sweeney, you know, he talks about – uh, you, you, you got to teach the kids the, the importance of life, but you got to let them know that you love them because if they know you love them, then they're going to do more for you. Right. right. And I think that I, I try my best to show those kids how much I love them, uh, but at the same time, coming into a situation like at Asbury, trying to build a pre- program from you know scratch, th- the one thing that is my weakness is. Loving on those kids, I've got to make sure that they understand. As I'm loving them, I'm still trying to discipline them. Right. If you know what I mean. Yes. Like those of us that are Christians, yes. we understand that love of Christ, but we also understand the discipline of it. That's right. These these students that I've got, I think that you you know, I, I'm trying to love them and love them and love them, but at the same time. They've got to understand that I've got to discipline them too, uh, as far as teaching them the right way of running a football program and running a clean slate and things to that nature. Well, and I think I think you know I can speak to that because as a young coach, it took me a minute to to realize, you know, if if they don't think if they don't know that you you love them, then that discipline really is not doing anybody any good. Yeah, it's not coming from a place that they really want to accept. So. So I, I definitely, I definitely under the, understand that. Yeah, and and this is my last question. It goes with that, uh, Coach Williams. It's if you could, you know, you're trying to develop these guys, and I love because when he when he was talking, I I was looking at Derek and I was trying to say he's building a culture here. Yeah, and this and I love that because one that probably means you're going to be there for a while. I uh that you're going to make the investment in, in that community. And so in the, in the long run, it may not, like you said, it it may not show up in points, but now it shows up in development. This is what we do in youth ministry, right? Yeah. We take kids from junior high to high school and we try to invest our lives into them. And, And hopefully by the time they're seniors, they still serve God. But if you could leave each man, we'll call them men, Boys, men, whatever. Boys to men. <laughs> I don't know. That's great. Uh, if you could leave them with three character traits, every single player, what would those three traits be? Like it, when they leave you, they're going to have these three character traits, not just for their football career, but the rest of their lives. What do you want that to be? Well, I think the f- first thing they need to be is committed. Yeah. Uh, because when when you look at commitment to the program, you know, when, when they decide that they're going to be committed to our football program, then that means that they're going to be committed to themselves as far as working in the weight room, conditioning outside of the weight room, 
uh, watching film on their own. Uh, they're going to be there to encourage and motivate their teammates. They're going to be able to take and develop a commitment and a lifestyle that's going to carry on to where once they get into a uh, situation in life, whether it's a young man or even a spouse, and this is something that I've used with other other guys that I've coached, is you know when you make a commitment to a program, sometimes life is awful. Sometimes life is terrible, but you still got to persevere and you still got to fight and you still got to go. And I think when when you make a commitment to the football program, then that's helping you make a commitment, you know, to your spouse and to your family as you get older and become a a man and a a husband and a father that you're going to grind and you're going to work and you're going to do those things. Uh, To me, that one is the big word is commitment because I think so many people think, hey, it's too hard, I quit. You know, or, hey, it's too rough, I'm leaving, and those kind of things. Commitment's the big word. Uh, I think the next thing is is just being respectful. You know, respect your team, respect your coaches, respect yourself, respect administration, respect authority. Because one of the things that my father taught me is to be respectful no matter what, because there's going to be times that you go into a job and – you go in there and you're, you, you've got this skill that you can do, but if they tell you, hey, you got to do this, 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 and this, you know, you still got to respect those above you. And I think that's a lot of things, you know, if you were to go into the Christian walk of it, is I don't think we respect Christ like we should. Mm. And, you know, when you, when you go into it from this standpoint, those kids, when they respect themselves and then they respect others, they're going to be successful because they're going to be honor towards that and things to that nature. So commitment and respect are my major two. And I guess the one character is is just be loving and kind. Man. Because we live in such a world, and having three children of my own, one's a seventh grader, one's a fifth grader, and then our little four-year-old that's with my wife today, there's so many people in this world that's so negative and so mean. You know, why is there not kindness? Why is there not love? I mean, we have so much division uh, that that we battle all the time, that you need to be excited and be loving to see somebody else be successful. So good. Don't worry about it being about you. You know, it goes back to the acronyms I gave you when I first got on the air about joy, Jesus, others, and yourself. I think we've got it backwards. It's all about, we live in a society that's me, 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 me. And so when I teach these kids commitment and I teach them to be respectful then, you know, for them to have joy or love in their heart, you know, know that Jesus is the one that brought us into this world and he's the one that's going to take us out of this world. But more right. importantly, you know, your family, love them. No matter how much they discipline you and how much you think it's not right, you know, at football practice, no matter how hard it gets, know that we love them and love us back and love your teammates because some of my fondest memories are going through high school ball. Wow. That was incredible. Coach Williams, I feel very inspired. Obviously, T.J. Henderson says no joke if you're going to build a team. I don't care if it's water polo. You want Chris Williams on your team. Great guy with a lot of passion. And so, uh, man, I have really enjoyed this. I've really enjoyed that I've gotten to talk to you, Coach Williams. I know Derek Kaz. Yep. And uh, thank you so much for being on here and giving us your time. Hey, I appreciate the opportunity. Be glad to any other time you need. Yes, sir. We hope you have a great day and a great season, Coach. Thanks, Coach. Thanks.
Thank you, guys. Y'all have a great day. See you later. Hey, Daniel. Daniel. Daniel Daniel Doty. We're talking to you. We've got 23 minutes left on the show. (laughs) Call. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Steven your number and he's gonna we're gonna, call you. We're gonna you're gonna sing. That interview was amazing. It was great. That was awesome. In all seriousness. That was great. You know, I feel inspired by him, and let me tell you why. I see the future as he talks. Okay. In, in other words, this guy is he I sounds like he this is what I mean, and and you may disagree, you're a coach, uh, and you're able to do that. But uh, this guy seems like he's going to make a real commitment to this school and this community. Yeah. And he sounds like he's building something more than just one winning team or two winning teams. It sounds like he's changing, like like he said, culture. He's going to change the whole community. And I like to hear him talk. Right. What do you think? No, I mean, you can... There is a... When you I've been I've been around a lot of coaches. Yeah. I've been around a lot of uh successful coaches. Right. And you know, you can talk about caring for your kids and loving your kids and and, and but you could tell that that was a genuine thing with with coach Williams. That was not just uh that was not just the uh the coach's lingo. No, you know, I'm not just saying. That was I'm deep. not just saying that because I I want to say that. You yeah, know? like, yeah. Daniel, what is going on? What a what a somebody come on somebody. Hole. Yeah. How y'all doing today? Jacob Hollingsworth said, "Did I miss the Creed concert?" We're arms <laughs> wide open. You'll get it later. You'll get it later. Oh, that's good. I'll give you. I got yeah. it. I got That's it. my man right Daniel, here. Daniel, we're, we're going to pull you up, and we're going to talk. We're going to pull you up in a minute, 10, and we're going to talk to you about your benefit, but we're going to have you sing a song. So Me to sing a song? Yes. Oh, we want you oh. to sing yes, a song. We want to hear one of those songs, uh, preferably the You Got a Friend in Me one. Um, okay. That you should have sang, but you didn't sing. Can you pull that soundtrack where we can you play that music friend. under can him? You, well, can you sing Creed? Do what? Are you able to sing Creed? <laughs> Creed? You, yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Woo. It's been a while. Can now, you take me higher? Would you rather do Creed? You got 30 seconds. Creed or what? You got a friend of me. Oh, man. Mm. Decisions, decisions. It's hard. It's just, I don't know. That's that's tough. Uh, <laughs> that's tough. Kind of friend of me would be funnier, probably. Okay, we're doing that one. All right. Oh, that's true. You I got thirty seconds till you're on air, buddy. <laughs> you got this. You got this. The things you do for this show. You got <laughs> me. I love Daniel. Oh, when the <laughs> rough ahead. All right, here I'm gonna swap us over. Hold on. First off, I want to say it just feels right to have you back, Derek. It just feels right. Feels right. Yeah, just feels good. Fantastic. You know what else feels good? (laughs) Our good friend is about to sing. Is about to sing. Fired up. And this is for all you in the radio world. We, you know, Daniel told me today I can't be there because I'm singing at a benefit for a thrift store. Now that's that's awesome, Daniel. (laughs) But wait, wait. There's a but. (laughs) But. 
You can't oh, share your gift with the thrift store and not us. That's right. So, that's right. So we picked we picked a song selection for you that brings out your character and personality to a great degree. So you're going to sing it. So here goes the music, and you just sing along. Ready? I've got it. Here we go. You got it. Here it goes. All you out there, give Daniel some love. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Okay, you're not seeing these words. Yeah, I was about to say, this is not going to work. You can't see the lyrics. You've got a friend <laughs> in me. Oh, here. Here, I'll give you a... Oh, oh he, hung oh, he hung up! Daniel! Daniel, what are you doing? No. Oh, man. <laughs> Daniel said, no, I will not sing. He said, I will not no. sing the karaoke. Nope. <laughs> nope. He panicked. He couldn't see the words. He panicked. That's hilarious. He couldn't do it. Well, hey, well, we're going to set that up for real. That's going to happen. It's going to happen. Sure. We'll do it. Okay. Let's I guess a song and then we'll... Hey, oh, there he is. <laughs> Can you hear me now? Can you... Can you hear me now? Daniel, tell me that's you. That is me. Hey! Getting... Just, we didn't I mean just, to give you cold feet, dude. I just sang for 15 seconds in my car. <laughs> no! <laughs> that's okay. We'll start over again. Oh, my God. Video or didn't happen. You know... <laughs> Yeah, we didn't hear. It. Here you go. Okay, we'll we'll start y'all. Ready? Wait. I'm ready this time. Go. You got a friend in, in me. me. There it is. You got a friend in me. He's so good. When the road looks rough ahead. Head and your mouth and miles from your nice warm bed. Yes. You just remember. Old pal says, Oh, you got a friend in Varsity Radio Show. Yay! <laughs> you got a friend in me. Give dude. me a little bit more music. That was beautiful. That dude. Oh, that was I'm just putting my, I'm putting my headset and I'm going home. Daniel, that air high five right now. We yeah. just we just I mean that just made just the show. Did, man. I saw him on there, and I'm like, how can we not let him sing? I mean, can you sing the national anthem before the show next week <laughs> to kick us off? That would be a question for my wife. Yeah. Oh, we got to book wow. everything. Is, wow. is she the booking agent? U-G-A-F-I-M in Creed voice. You got a friend voice. in me in Creed voice? Can you do that? What, is that? what does that mean? You got a friend in me in Creed voice. <laughs> wow. You got a friend in me. That is. You too. We're going to start a band. Hey. Dude, oh, man. I want. I wish there was an app that it's would sing every song with Scott Stapp's voice. Yes, with the Creed voice. Yes, that would be amazing. <laughs> Chris Williams, guys, thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. Yeah. I have to get back to Honeydew. Coach, you better, go, you better go get him done. <laughs> Unless she's got a camera in there, she can't see you slacking. Just saying. <laughs> fourth quarter. It's the fourth quarter, Coach. You better go get it done. <laughs> That's what we tell ourselves every time we're doing what our wives ask, right? Oh. <laughs> Again, I had a bowl of ice cream yesterday. Daniel, you got anything to add to that? Uh, not too much. I will tell you, since I'm on here, uh, to go check out Second Chance uh, Thrift Store in Albertville. Yeah. They've got a lot of good deals. Uh, they just reopened today with the, you know, the quarantine and the whole 
pandemic. So they've reopened today. We did a singing out there, but they've got a lot of good stuff. But, you know, everybody deserves a second chance. Yes. Just like them them clothes, just like everything that's in there, everybody deserves a second chance. And the second chance you get is because of Jesus. I just want to say that. Yeah, man. Also, we gave you a second chance on that song. And you didn't fail, man. You didn't fail. Well, we, you know, we had a great idea there to put the karaoke words up on the computer. Yeah, but we because that plays you didn't the music. See them. But then, yeah, you couldn't see the screen. So, yeah, it's a great show. That's how we roll here at the Varsity. Yeah. Well, Daniel, we love you, man. Thanks for calling in. Yes, love y'all. Thanks for having me. Love y'all, man. Peace. See, you, Daniel. Chris Williams <laughs> with the eyes. <laughs> also, like in the middle of that interview, um, I went to like raise my leg up and I hit my knee on you this desk, died. knocked the headset off, <laughs> and I think I have a knot. Mm. I, I think yeah. I broke my knee. Do we need to help carry That's you down the, that the stairs? That may be the first injury because we can during because a coach social interview. Social distancing and stuff. You ever displaced patella or something now? Well, I mean that ACL is pretty janked up. I played. I played football for four years. What and position? Played safety my freshman year, played receiver my sophomore year, and then quarterback my junior senior hey! year. Um, and the worst thing that ever happened, I separated my shoulder my sophomore year. That was pretty rough, but not too bad. Um, and then I tore my ACL celebrating a fourth down stop as a as a coach in Opelika. So, yeah. So, my knees, <laughs> not, not so that good. great. Not so um, good. But that is a fourth down stop. That was that was big time. Hey, and I was fired up. I thought one of my players was going to catch me. Yeah, and then he didn't catch me. That is very lame. I, of whoever you were. Well, he just signed with Kennesaw State. He'd kill us all. So yeah. he's a state. The I'm gonna shout him out. James Dawson, state heavyweight champion, six A wrestling champ uh, from last year. Wow, from this year. Yeah, he, he won it this year. Yeah, we and would die. He, uh, he signed a football die. scholarship with uh, Kennesaw State. So, shout out, James. I feel like he would kick us. But, yeah, he didn't catch me. All of us. As an eighth grader, he it's didn't catch nice me. not very nice of you, Didn't James. catch me. My knee still hurts, let James. You, let your coach down. We are We are forever linked. Uh, every time it gets cold and my knee hurts, I think of James. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when anybody Have says... Have you sustained any bad injuries other than your back the other day there, Stephen? Uh, it just... That's about it. Yeah. You hurt your back spray- the other day? Oh, yeah. yeah. A couple of weeks ago, I could barely walk. Bro. It was bad. I didn't even know. Um, but when I was a kid, me and my little brother were jumping on a trampoline, <laughs> playing with football. Oh, yeah. Football fell, and I, we were trying to get down and get it. Whoever got it first, you know. Oh, and no. I landed on top Com- of the football. Competition. And oh. so I sprained my ankle. Thought it was broken. Uh, oh. I was I was, I was, was wagering with God on the way to the <laughs> emergency room. It's like, God, if you heal me, I'll do this, 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 and this. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Follow up. Did you do that? That and that? Uh, yes. No. <laughs> I tried. He tried. Maybe. I did. Um, a so, little bit. So my senior year, again, you know, no, no big injuries as a high school player. Uh, my senior year, uh, the lunch bell rang. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I'm in a hurry to get to lunch, and I'm going down the stairs, and I missed the bottom two steps. And Ooh. when I came down, came down like rolled my ankle, mm-hmm. and thought I thought I broke it. Yeah. Turned like yellow and yeah. purple, and I almost passed out. Yeah, uh, but then it, of course it got around school. Derek broke his ankle running to lunch. <laughs> you know. That's hilarious. But I liked. I was a kid that li- I liked that lunch. I still like the lunchroom food. Bro. Don't you? I saw. <laughs> I saw, and I almost posted. I don't think I. Let's see if. I'm going to talk about it next week 
But we were talking about Crispitos last week. Oh, Crispitos. Bro, <laughs> there's nothing better than Crispitos. Have I told you all the story about my buddies giving that up for Lent? Have no. I told that here? No. We're in high school. Shout out to Daniel and Patrick Nolan, uh, twins that I played football with. I had lunch there with is. them. And it was Crispito Day, the greatest day at Aberville High School, okay? Right. Crispito Day. And you would always get pay for extra, but you would get four. And they would stack two <laughs> on top of two, then just cover it in nacho cheese. Yes. The greatest so, day yes, ever. Yes. Also, the Bible verse that got me through high school lunch, 1135. <laughs> so anyway, we, we get in the lunchroom, and Patrick sits down. Patrick sits down it's with his, back with his food next week. And I said, Patrick, he's got a salad. I said, Patrick, what are you what are you doing, bro? It's it's Crispito Day. <laughs> he said, I gave up meat for Lent. Ah! He gets no. that out of his mouth. He gets that out of his mouth. It's not meat. Crispito had meat in it. No way. It's yeah, questionable. It's real. questionable. Don't you questionable. I will fight both of you right now. All right. <laughs> he gets that out of his mouth. Patrick is across from me. Daniel sits down next to him, and his plate is full of Crispitos, and and he and he sits down, and he and this is what Daniel says. Daniel says, "Oh my gosh, it's Crispito Day! I can't wait to eat these Crispitos." Pastor just looks at him, and says, "Bro, what are you doing?" And and he doesn't even say anything. And Daniel goes, "Oh my gosh, we gave up meat for Lent." And he gets up. He's so mad. He gets up. He walks straight to the trash can. And dumps his crispitos. No, you could have given those to Derek. So, all right, so, so here's the deal. He goes back, gets a salad, sits down. And I was like, and we're there's like four of us at the table going, why did you throw those away? And he looked at us straight in the face. And he goes, if I'm not eating Crispitos, you're not eating meat. <laughs> oh, you weren't we, eating meat uh, anyway. So. We, we, we had fun eating our own Crispitos going, oh, Daniel. Is Crispitos the greatest? My ever. favorite was chicken sandwich day. Those were good. With grilled or fried? Because it was two. Fried. That fake grilled fried. patty, I enjoyed. Fried. Fake, I enjoyed fried. the fake grilled patty. I like patty. the fried. We always said that they drew the grill marks on it with a sharpie. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in all honesty, they probably did. They probably did. So <laughs> they probably did. Dude, here's the deal. The greatest advice I ever got in school, we had a guy that came back and subbed who was a former student that well, went I, well didn't yeah, it yeah it did but he told us he said i was in the ninth grade early in my ninth grade year and he said guys the best advice i can give you about high school is this become best friends with the lunchroom ladies amen now that's, went, tr- that's what i did at sneeze and i was and like, life was good and that's what i did and let me tell you the food that i raked in and half the stuff of it i didn't even pay for they just let me go because i was like i just loved on them every day Learn their names, and man, they would fill my plate up. I would now my first two years before all the laws changed. Yeah, I would get whatever they were serving. So I would literally come out of the lunchroom with like um, country fried steak, gravy, mashed potatoes, and green beans. Then in another tray, I would have pizza and French fries every day. Were you the fat kid? Yeah, <laughs> and here's the deal. Um, there's some people that know that this is true. Some of you won't believe it, and that's fine. But keep your judgmental comments to yourself. Um, I I didn't weigh more than 150 pounds until I got to college. Okay? That was 100 pounds ago. Almost. Yeah. 80 pounds I, ago. I, I, weighed a whole, ago. I, I weighed a whole lot less and, until and it, college. It caught up to me in college, and I didn't really realize it until, well. It had already it happened. happened. And now the gyms are reopened, and I'm not going back yet. 
because of Corona. AK, I don't really want to go back to the gym. <laughs> That's a good excuse you got going there. Hey, I'm scared of the Rona. No, I'm scared of dumbbells. So our uh, district youth guy said, uh, I can't wait till the gyms open up, so I'm too busy to go again. <laughs> yeah, they, my that gym, was his thing. My he gym said, posted on Facebook, and I screenshotted it and went, well, dang, there went my excuse. They're open again, you know? Yeah. yeah guess i'm not going jacob hollingsworth i'll shout him out he he started back yesterday like a grown committed man oh just yeah. he's he's working on he also makes shirts he calls it right? oh yeah can we shout that out sure why not hollingsworth yeah. shirt company we we Go hope maybe him. he'll be a sponsor here maybe, hey you know hey buddy we like that hook guy. us up yeah eddie mays hey we are about to have buzzer beater but i've had a really good show it's been a lot it's, of fun. I've, this is the most fun I've had in a long time. It's really been fun. I've had a blast. I've laughed a lot. I needed today. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Steven. Agreed. You did, <laughs> hey, I hadn't seen anybody push buttons like that in a month. Steven, Steven. Nobody can push buttons Nobody like pushes buttons like you. Thanks, I think. we got to get the man a shirt. Jacob, help Perfect. us. Jacob, we help need us. a... We need help a us professional, the Willy, the Willy Wonka, Wonka of radio. radio. Help us to come up with a shirt for that. And if anybody, the man says, deserves it. If anybody says anything about me wearing a Pee Wee Herman shirt up in this studio, it's not happening. I refuse. Will you at least go for a bow tie? Can we put a green screen behind him and put the Pee Wee Herman playset back there? Can we do that? Pee-wee's he Playhouse. can't do anything about All right, that. So a wow. new segment. <laughs> Here's the new segment. And then and then when Daniel's right. here, we can put like I want, uh, no, time out. Toy, toy Story. If we're doing this, we're doing it. I want the suit. <laughs> I want the green, sa- green he's, screen. He's making demands. You know, I've never really watched a lot of Pee Wee Herman, but I will do research. Hugh, are you hearing this? Hugh's <laughs> like, oh, it's my wife's birthday. I can't do the <laughs> He's not watching. He's not watching. He might right, later. So you never no, no, know. Time out. Let's let's let's. Cue. This is your test. Okay. At some point during next week's show, if you really watch this, this week, <laughs> go ahead. At some point, because we got three viewers right now, they won't tell him. Yeah. Um, you have to say. You have to say Milaka, Dua, the Cha Cha, and you have to do it in natural conversation. Me so like he has a, to he has to work that, that in to conversation next week. That would At be, some point he has to say like randomly, like uh-huh. we might be talking about milk or outer space that, or some of the things that are him being on Little House of the Prairie. That, like, I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have to bail high <laughs> <laughs> go, go kill dinner. Like, I, don't, I don't understand. It well, just got well, real up in the dude, studio. He lived in Albertville. Like he went to Albertville High School. All right, me so, like a me like a do a da cha cha. That's oh. what he has to work in. Are we on the radio? Right. On I don't know. Seconds. I don't know. All right, here we, we go. Where Oof. are we? That was a. Fl- oh. We closed the show in a flurry. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> That sound means that it's the end of the show, unfortunately, because I have laughed harder the last two hours. Oh, man. It's been fantastic. Than I have the last two months combined. It's been fantastic. Oh, 
If y'all missed that, hey, shout out to Q. You really want to go back? And Nobody tag him. You Nobody really, you really want to go back and watch that no, last no, ten minutes? No, we don't. We want him to fail the test. How funny would it be if he pulled out what you said? Oh, I can't wait when he. If we're just sitting here and all of a sudden in a random conversation, Q goes, "Me like a." I will just be dead. I will be dead. I'm going to lose it. It'll be radio history. I'm going to lose it. Can't wait. Uh, Anyway, if you want to find us beyond the two hours of greatness that just happened. It's like you always say, we don't live here. We don't live in the studio as beautiful as it is. And it really is. I really like it. It's just real homey. It is. (laughs) It is. It's really nice. I love it. I... You can find us on Instagram at Varsity underscore radio underscore show. Oh, or Twitter. Sorry, I'm just I'm just using blah, blah, his blah, world. Just thinking about Q saying me like I do with the cha cha. <laughs> uh, or you can find us on Twitter at Varsity Radio eighty eight five. Yeah. And of course, here on Facebook at Varsity Radio Show. Our Buzzsprout, Apple Podcast, Google Play, Spotify, mm-hmm. YouTube iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Man, you can find us. Just try. What? Just find us. All over the place. We're, we're everywhere. S- we're we're everywhere. We're global. Yeah. We want to see you there. Hey, check us out. If you never have, you need to go back and like you know you get in a sad mood. Watch the varsity. Oh. It'll bring Just joy to look your at heart. our two ugly mugs. That'll yeah. bring a smile to your face. Yeah, we didn't say we'd win the Sexiest Man Alive <laughs> Award. We just said we'd make you laugh. Yeah. And so I hey. did say I, I would win that Steven one. Steven said that. <laughs> Steven actually asked if you could win he any did. award ever, I what would it be? Question. And he said... I asked that He question. said Sexiest Man Alive. And no holding I back. Wish that was the one I picked. Okay, anyway, we are going to be back next week on the Varsia 88.5 JFM. Same Varsity place. Same Varsity time. 2.30 to 4.30, 88.5 JFM. Invite a friend if you want to laugh. Come on. Love you. See you next week. I have looked for you in the mountains. Say bye to Facebook. Bye, Facebook. Facebook. It has been wonderful. It's been real. We have had lots of laughter. It's been fantastic. Joy. We hope you felt our good vibes. Q, I and pray that you saw the last 10 minutes nobody, of the show. Nobody tag him. That was amazing. Nobody tag him. I like right. a to do. Me like a do a the cha cha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go home and watch. No, that no, Derek's not having a seizure. Anyway, <laughs> see you later, see guys. guys. We love you.